Welcome, welcome. Thank you for pressing that play button. This is Lifestyle Tees Podcast, and I am the host, Marquita. Now, okay, okay, look, let me just go ahead and get right into it, okay? Because I can read myself, right? So let's go ahead and get right into it. I'm a day late. Book Club Vibe is usually on a Monday. Here it is, Tuesday. It's Tuesday in the DFW area. It's 7 10 p.m., and I am on it, okay? And when I tell y'all, Y'all listen to the episode tomorrow. Tea talk, and I'll give y'all the tea. The tea on how this week have been, and just the tea, y'all. Just the tea. But I do want to say that I hope y'all are having a wonderful, wonderful day. If y'all will please go to all the major platforms, the Lifestyle Tea Podcast is on, which is Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and many, many more. Go and subscribe so y'all know when that content drops. And then also review. Let me know what y'all think about the episodes. Um, If you're listening from Spotify, Spotify has a section where you can go and interact with me. Like, tell me how you thought today's episode was, you know. Let me know if you actually gather something from chapters 5 and 6, because this is when it gets down and dirty, okay? And to everyone that's like, what book club, what book are we going over? Hey, this is The Richest Man in Babylon. If you go and listen to the previous episodes, I've already went from the intro up until chapter 4. Today, we are going over chapters 5 and chapter 6. This is an audio, which means you'll be listening to someone read to you. So, get your pen and paper out. Come on, let's take notes because the game is getting really, really intense, okay? So, y'all, come on. Let's get right into it. Yes, let's get right into it. So, y'all just give me a moment. Um, As I told someone on on my previous episode last Monday in the book club episode, I am new to this trying to get the phone to connect it's just a, it's a lot it's a lot so if y'all are like okay what's up with the audio just know like sister girl is trying but let's get in to it one moment the first cure start thy purse to fattening arcade addressed a thoughtful man in the second row my good friend at what craft workest thou I, replied the man, am a scribe and carve records upon the clay tablets. Even at such labor did I myself earn my first coppers. Therefore thou hast the same opportunity to build a fortune. He spoke to a florid-faced man farther back. Pray tell also what dost thou to earn thy bread. I, responded this man, am a meat butcher. I do buy the goats the farmers raise and kill them and sell the meat to the housewives and the hides to the sandal makers. Because thou dost also labor and earn, thou hast every advantage to succeed that I did possess. In this way did Arkad proceed to find out how each man labored to earn his living. When he had done questioning them, he said, Now, my students, ye can see that there are many trades and labors at which men may earn coins. Each of the ways of earning is a stream of gold from which the worker doth divert by his labors a portion to his own purse. Therefore, into the purse of each of you flows a stream of coins, large or small, according to his ability. Is it not so? Thereupon they agreed that it was so. Then, continued Arkad, if each of you desireth to build for himself a fortune, 
Is it not wise to start by utilizing that source of wealth which he already has established? To this they agreed. Then Arkad turned it to a humble man who had declared himself an egg merchant. If thou select one of thy baskets and put into it each morning ten eggs and take out from it each evening nine eggs, what will eventually happen? It will become in time overflowing. Why? Because each day I put in one more egg than I take out. Arkad turned to the class with a smile. Does any man here have a lean purse? First they looked amused, then they laughed. Lastly, they waved their purses in jest. All right, he continued. Now I shall tell thee the first remedy I learned to cure a lean purse. Do exactly as I have suggested to the egg merchant. For every ten coins thou placest within thy purse, take out for use but nine. Thy purse will start to fatten at once, and its increasing weight will feel good in thy hand and bring satisfaction to thy soul. Deride not what I say because of its simplicity. Truth is always simple. I told thee I would tell how I built my fortune. This was my beginning. I too carried a lean purse and cursed it because there was not within to satisfy my desires. But when I began to take out from my purse but nine parts of ten I put in, it began to fatten. So will thine. Now I will tell a strange truth, the reason for which I know not. When I ceased to pay out more than nine-tenths of my earnings, I managed to get along just as well. I was not shorter than before. Also, ere long, did coins come to me more easily than before. Surely it is a law of the gods that unto him who keepeth and spendeth not a certain part of all his earnings shall gold come more easily. Likewise, him whose purse is empty does avoid gold. Which desirest thou the most? Is it the gratification of thy desires of each day, a jewel, a bit of finery, better raiment, more food, things quickly gone and forgotten? Or is it substantial belongings, gold, lands, herds, merchandise, income-bringing investments? The coins thou takest from thy purse bring the first. The coins thou leavest within it will bring the latter. This, my students, was the first cure I did discover for my lean purse. For each ten coins I put in to spend but nine. Debate this amongst yourselves. If any man proves it untrue, tell me upon the morrow when we shall meet again. Okay, so that was it for chapter six. No, I'm sorry. That was it, it for chapter five. We're going on to chapter six. But did you all understand what he was saying? And if y'all didn't, let me just break it down. But he's pretty, he's pretty like down to like, what am I trying to say? <laughs> um, He pretty just keeps it simple, basically. Um, everything is simple. So, I mean, but let me make it even more simpler. Like, basically what he's saying is, for every amount that you bring in from working, only take out at least between one-tenth or one-ninth. Really one-tenth. Okay? Once you take out that one-tenth, your purse will fatten. Your accounts will fatten. Wherever you put your money at, it will grow. Is it going to grow overnight? No. Are you going to become a millionaire overnight? No. In a month? No. In a year? No. But guess what? 
You're going to be saving. You're going to be saving, and you're going to be able to say, you know what? I got some money put up. And that's another topic I'm actually going to talk about tomorrow because I want to challenge. I want to challenge y'all. I want to challenge myself. The month of July, I want to see how much money can we save. I don't care if you get paid once a month, twice a month, three times a month, four times a month, every day, every other day. It doesn't matter. Every time you get paid, one-tenth of your check needs to go to the side. And y'all like, damn, it sounds like a lot. But no, I did my research already. Let's say you get $100, and I apologize for smacking. That was very ghetto. But let's say you get $100. You get $100, you only got to save $10. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's okay. That That's better. And I can see $50, $50 or whatever. But $10, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. So, come on. But like I said, that's going to be something that I talk about tomorrow. I just want to put it on y'all mental in case y'all wanted to be involved. And, yeah, like I said, we're a village. So, y'all want to get together so we can inspire each other, so we can make this move. And even I know you're, like, saving money, that's not that's not a good thing. Man, saving money is, is good. It, it is good. It's good to save. You know what I'm saying? It is it's good. Now, is it good to save? It's good to save, period. Period. After the bills are taken care of, it's good to save something. You know, um, I am not perfect because if I was perfect and I was excellent at saving, I would be better off than what I am now. So, but what I'm saying is even at the level that I'm in, which is the low income level, um, I've learned. It took me a while um, to learn and get it in my mental that saving is okay. Um, the thing about it is, you know, it's better if you can save faster. Like I stated, uh, for low-income people, I get it. Because, like I said, I'm in that boat, too. It's hard to save when every penny counts. I get it. I'm not saying save a lot. I'm just saying save a little. But, hey, like I said, y'all just, just tomorrow, tomorrow, come and, come and join me for the tea talk. It is close to 4th of July, and Life Sassy Customs has came out with 4th of July designs for T-shirts and also tumblers if you all are interested please go to the website that is on the bottom of the about page there is a link only thing you have to do is press on that link and it'll take you right to lifestyle tea customs shop come and shop with us okay so we're going to go over chapter six this is the second cure okay and y'all listen it's really really important this is very very important so make sure you listen and let me press the play button. Okay. One moment. The second cure, control thy expenditures. Some of your members, my students, have asked me this. How can man keep one-tenth of all he earns in his purse when all the coins he earns are not enough for his necessary expenses? So did our God address his students upon the second day. Yesterday, how many of thee carried lean purses? All of us, answered the class. Yet thou do not all earn the same. Some earn much more than others. Some have much larger families to support, yet all purses were equally lean. Now I will tell thee an unusual truth about men and sons of men. It is this that what each of us calls our necessary expenses will always grow to equal our incomes unless we protest to the contrary. Confuse not the necessary expenses with thy desires. 
each of you, together with your good families, have more desires than your earnings can gratify. Therefore are thy earnings spent to gratify these desires, insofar as they will go. Still thou retainest many ungratified desires. All men are burdened with more desires than they can gratify. Because of my wealth, thinkest thou I may gratify every desire? Tis a false idea. There are limits to my time. There are limits to my strength. There are limits to the distance I may travel. There are limits to what I may eat. There are limits to the zest with which I may enjoy. I say to you that just as weeds grow in a field wherever the farmer leaves space for their roots, even so freely do desires grow in men whenever there is a possibility of their being gratified. Thy desires are a multitude, and those that thou mayest gratify are but few. Study thoughtfully thy accustomed habits of living. Herein may be most often found certain accepted expenses that may wisely be reduced or eliminated. Let thy motto be 100% of appreciated value demanded for each coin spent. Therefore engrave upon the clay each thing for which thou desireth to spend. Select those that are necessary and others oh that are my, hold on. Hey Google, stop alarm. Cross out I'm sorry, y'all like, like, what happened? I'm sorry. Great multitude of desires that must go unsatisfied and regret them not. Budget then thy necessary expenses. Touch not the one tenth that is fattening thy purse. Let this be thy great desire that is being fulfilled. Keep working with thy budget. Keep adjusting it to help thee. Make it thy first assistant in defending thy fattening purse. Hereupon one of the students, wearing a robe of red and gold, arose and said, I am a free man. I believe that it is my right to enjoy the good things of life. Therefore do I rebel against the slavery of a budget which determines just how much I may spend and for what. I feel it would take much pleasure from my life and make me little more than a pack-ass to carry a burden. To him, Arkad replied, Who, my friend, would determine thy budget? I would make it for myself, responded the protesting one. In that case, were a pack-ass to budget his burden, would he include therein jewels and rugs and heavy bars of gold? Not so. He would include hay and grain and a bag of water for the desert trail. The purpose of a budget is to help thy purse to fatten. It is to assist thee to have thy necessities and, insofar as attainable, thy other desires. It is to enable thee to realize thy most cherished desires by defending them from thy casual wishes. Like a bright light in a dark cave, thy budget shows up the leaks from thy purse and enables thee to stop them and control thy expenditures for definite and gratifying purposes. This then is the second cure for a lean purse. Budget thy expenses that thou mayest have coins to pay for thy necessities, to pay for thy enjoyments, and to gratify thy worthwhile desires without spending more than nine-tenths of thy earnings. Okay, so that is the end of chapter six. I want to say I apologize, everyone. Me and my daughter, in the mix of me recording, we are making a chocolate cake, and the timer went off, and oh my gosh, it, it's just it's crazy, right? But it's a part of life. Like I told y'all when I come on here, I'm just giving y'all my lifestyle. 
And this is how a sister girl reads books, a sister girl that has her kiddos, okay? I'm trying to just, you know, hey, I'm trying to live it, okay? But um, let's go to chapter 6. Let me talk about what I got out of chapter 6. So, of course, chapter 5 is to grow your purse, right? Or I'm going to say stack your money, right? So, chapter 5 is about stacking your money. Chapter 6 is budgeting, learning how to budget to stack your money. Now, if you heard chapter 6, if you didn't hear me screaming, chapter 6, they were talking about how the guy stated, do you have to budget and basically live dollar for dollar? And he wasn't seeing that. What he was seeing is, you have to budget, but put your needs in that budget, put your extra stuff in that budget, budget your money. And also, make sure your 10% is coming out of that budget. You know, and I feel like that is the most hardest thing that us people, regardless of the race, us people have is budgeting money. Once again, I would love, love to speak with those individuals, and I do know a couple of of them, and hey, my hat's tilt to you all, that uh, went from living a poverty level to balling in Texas now, to like living it up, and I salute, no hating, I just wish I can get someone on this episode that can give you all more knowledge than me, because I keep it real with y'all, like the stuff that I'm learning, the stuff that I talk about, the importance of it, that's because this is my lifestyle, you know, um, so Yes, I have been trying to get out of the poverty level. I've been trying to get out of the low income. And yet, um, with me being a single mom, it is, it's hard. And I I have other issues as far as with being a single mom. You know, um, all of, remember I told you all once before, all of the kids are different. So, I mean, regardless of what your story is, that's my story. But regardless of what your story is, you're able to save I don't give a dang if it's $1. Save. Save. If you don't know how to budget, I have I have episodes back since last year that speaks about budgeting and saving. This is not my first time talking about saving. I mean, I'm pretty sure the people that really have vibe with me and stayed with me, they probably get tired of hearing me talk about saving money. But that is the only way you can get out of a situation is to save a little, at least a little something, something, y'all, something. Um, But anywho, I have to let you all go. Like I said, the cake was just made and sister girl has one more off day and I'm back to work. So I have to let you all go. I will be back on here tomorrow. Tomorrow we will be going over the tea talk. I'm going to be going over the challenge that I want to do in the month of July. And also just the lifestyle of a mom, a single mom, you know. So you all, make sure you all join me tomorrow. I will be back. Y'all have a great day.